This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Online, and you guys, they let me come back. They let me come back. I was here last week, and I didn't swear, and nobody complained about me, so they said, look at that, she's all right, and maybe there was nobody else that could do it. So either way, I'm back again. We are ensured to have an amazing time again, and not just because I brought back sparkle shoes for everybody. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I'm Rochelle Indra, by the way, in case you weren't here last week for the show. Um, But I'm not actually the reason why we're gonna have an amazing time. Usually I like to think I am, but of course we have Soul Shine here and we have an amazing presenter today. Anastasia Armstrong will be doing our, um, yes, exactly. We'll be doing, um, yeah, woo! Let's get going this morning. She is gonna bless us with her healing through music as well as through um, giving us a presentation this morning and it is going to be fantastic. So I'm super glad to be here and be able to welcome her this morning. So. Um, I think that's it for me right now, and uh, let's take it away. Oh, mission statement. Yes. Eric, you're on it. Got it. Fantastic. Eric's just as excited as I am that I am back. (laughs) Our, Our mission statement. Here we go. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi generational, prosperous community, crowding love and awakening spiritual consciousness. And um, we also, this is the time where we like to talk about why we love being a part of this community. And last time I talked about, last week, I talked about loving this idea that I can come and be here even if I don't have sparkle shoes on, even if I am struggling, I'm always welcomed here. I'm also grateful as somebody who's single and lives alone that I'm always welcomed here as a single, right? Like I'm always welcomed that I can come and be by myself but never have to be by myself because I'm in community, because everybody comes and says hi to me and welcomes me and loves me, and that is a great feeling too, that I don't have to be a big family to enjoy community. I don't have to be in partnership to enjoy community that I, by myself, am a part of community. So that's what a welcoming community, and you guys mean to me, both here and at home. So thank you so much. You guys are so good to me. I wish you guys were in my my house in the morning to wake me up with all that clapping, so thank you. But on to... (laughs) That's true. Careful what you ask for. Absolutely. I might manifest that. Watch out. Um, And we are on to Claire with celebrations for today. Nope. Oh, that's right. I got so excited to celebrate. (laughs) Take it away, guys. (laughs) Yes, and I'd like to apologize for anybody listening with headphones out there because I didn't realize I was clapping right in front of the mic, so I'm sure that was great for your ears, getting slapped. Slapped with a clap. They're awake now. Okay, yeah, exactly. All right, so we are going to do some some what we call chants, but we're using songs this week that people may know. So, I mean, you may know our chants, but I mean, aside from that, you'll see what I mean. I'm babbling stupidly, so I'm going (laughs) to just go ahead and start. Don't sing from our seats. We don't sing from our seats. We sing from our feet. Good grief. Let's, we got to get everything. <laughs> everything get, needs to get on track here. All right. Okay. You're doing great, Eric. So the uh, song, the part you need to worry, concern yourself with, don't worry about it. Worry is something that it will eat you alive, and that's not good. So just, but uh, be aware, uh, put a little love in your heart. And you, some of you may be thinking, I know that song. And if you do, then sing along all the way through if you want. This is the part where we get to let loose and be f- just free. So, yeah. all right.
of your fellow men and lend a helping hand. Put a little love in your heart. You see, it's getting late. Oh, please don't hesitate. Put a little love in your heart. Oh, I love the tambourine. And the world will be a better place. And the world will be a better place. Yes, for you and me. Just wait and see. Put a little love in your heart. 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 And if you're looking round, if you are looking down. Put a little love in your heart. I hope when you decide, kindness will be your guide. Put a little love in your heart. When the world will be a better place. And the world will be a better place for you and me. You just wait. Have a little faith in me. 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 And the world will be a better place. And the world will be a better place for you and me. You just wait. Put a little love in your heart. That's what I came to say. Put a little love. 
Starbucks. Woo <laughs> Thank you, thank you. You know, I just thought I was so excited, I skipped over because I was so excited to get to celebrations, but was that not an amazing celebration of life right there? Oh my gosh, how could I skip over that? And Eric's there to always help me out, so I appreciate that. And da-da-da, the beautiful Claire Kubota, come help us celebrate. Woo! Rochelle's sparkly shoes this morning, so I did the Christmas hat. You know, because you can't take yourself too seriously all the time, right? So, and this is also all those people who are watching online. This helps them, you know, if they're off getting coffee or kind of not paying attention, they look over and they see, what the heck is Claire wearing this morning? And they pay attention. So, we have some beautiful celebrations. First of all, Marilyn Holler emailed me earlier this week, and she is celebrating the life of her kitty, Louie. I love that kitty name. So Louie passed away, and so she is celebrating all the joy that she brought to them. So yay, Marilyn. Thank you for sharing. Yay, Louie. And to Jordan is, I love this one. This is a, some of you may really appreciate this. I'm celebrating the release of all that I thought I should be doing this holiday. Right? All that stuff you're supposed to, just let it flow. If it works out, great. If not. Who cares? It'll still be wonderful, right? Um, Tamara Schmidt is celebrating. Her daughter is coming home this Thursday. So I know she's been in New Orleans working on her, at her nonprofit. So she will be back home. And always good to have your kiddos home for the holidays. So yay, we're celebrating that with you, Tamara. And then Ron Kurtz had a beautiful um, celebration this morning. He is celebrating his youngest brother's safety. He recently moved to May Mayfield, Kentucky, which is one of the hardest hit towns in Kentucky from the tornadoes. And he has survived, and his, his home is okay, it sounds like. And so he is just celebrating the health and of his brother, but sending prayers to all the people in that community and in the Midwest who got hit. So good, beautiful celebration, Ron. So, and now it's open to the floor here. Andy, I saw you, her, she's ready. Before I even ask, she's raising her hand. You're so excited. Here's why. My sister came to town. Uh, she's been staying with us. We've been seeing family. Yesterday, she came down with 102 fever and a cough, negative for COVID. <laughs> yay, yay. I know, don't you, yeah, you have a sneeze and you're like, <gasps> should I get tested? What's, yeah, that's kind of, unfortunately, the, the way we're living right now. Judy, you got one. I want to celebrate having the honor to watch my granddaughter dance as the Snow Queen in the Nutcracker. My daughter and I went four times. What was that last part? You went four times. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And I know, I mean, I got to, Judy and I worked together at the family kitchen a couple weeks ago, and she was telling me just how close she is with her granddaughter. And so I know that was, that's why she's getting all choked up. How beautiful. Hey. My name's Rob. Uh, good morning. So I, I just got back from New York, and my father's turning 85 in a few months, and we finally got the, fa in 85 years, finally got the family together for photos. 
and so we took we hired a photographer and took all these great photos and if you knew my family it was a miracle so wow wow but those will be a treasure so beautiful what great celebrations what oh nolan okay well i'm right by jeff I'll, i mean jim i'll go over to you next nolan okay following up on granddaughters <laughs> Uh, some of you know I've been trying to get my granddaughter to her father in Indonesia for the last several months, and I finally got a ticket, January 6th, and I thought, man, that's perfect. We're going to make it. And then they canceled all the flights to Indonesia again. So I'm celebrating that the universe is keeping her with us a little longer. <laughs> Yay. I know, to make travel plans nowadays is a little stressful. Nolan, you got a good celebration? Let's hear it. It's my dad's last cancer treatment tomorrow. Yay! Yay. Woo. We're all celebrating that with you, Nolan. Okay, let's do one more. Victor. Celebrating that um, I have a front row center seat tomorrow to see musical legend Bruce Coburn at the Tower Theater. Oh. Tickets are still available on 35 to 65. Okay. Who, Eric has one? All right, we'll squeeze one more in for you, Eric. Uh, I got two, but I'll keep them brief. Uh, one, I'm celebrating the weather because I am not generally the biggest winter fan and I decided I'm not letting my cruddy attitude rule me. I'm gonna just find a positive spin to put on the weather regardless of how I have to adapt to it. So I'm um, celebrating that, that because uh, through challenge we grow. Mm -hmm. And I also am celebrating the community as a whole because uh, you guys responded so awesomely to the GoFundMe uh, that Minnesota has going for the car situation. And uh, I can't thank y'all enough. We it have more than doubled what we had and we still have a ways to go. So if anybody is, uh, has been sitting on the fence. It would be just so awesome to, uh, but, uh, but I mean, what's been done, I'm so grateful to everybody who has contributed for that. So thank you very much. Yes, and I will tag on one more quick celebration because you know we're all kind of doing a Unity Holiday wish list. We have had all of our amazing um, Amazon wish list things that we had on there have been purchased for us, and so, Grace walked into the nursery and got to, she was like Christmas for her. She got to unpack all kinds of cool, fun stuff. We have a new vacuum cleaner to clean. If he, any of you have cleaned in here before, you, we have a pretty cruddy, had a pretty cruddy vacuum cleaner. So we're very excited about that and a new awesome mop. So on with the service. Back to you, Rochelle. Um, now I'm going to invite up Reverend Jane, you may know her well. Um, she's going to, right, some of us have seen her before, um, and she is going to um, welcome our new members. So we're very excited for this today. Yeah. Woo! Yeah! Woo!
seven-year-old Elowen to her family when she became engaged to William Gregory. Yeah. She has three siblings, all in the Pacific Northwest, and her mom lives in California. Becca has a passion for interior design, cultivating sacred spaces, dancing, and sketching in her journal. She was raised in a conservative Christian church, but turned away from that in her teens. She has felt a spiritual awakening over the last four years due to her sobriety journey. She's been coming to Unity for two years, and she recently completed the Unity self-care class. So welcome, Becca. And this is Mary Elizabeth Rice. She and her husband, Steve, moved here from North Carolina this spring, but even before they moved here, she had been attending online and reaching out for a prayer partner. She and Loma prayed her family all the way here. Mary Elizabeth is completing a 35-year career in the corporate world where she was in a, in a leader. She was a leader in contracts, ethics, compliance, and nonprofit management, and a passionate ally for diversity, equity, and inclusion. She has also decided to run for our Unity Board. Mm. Um, Woo. Her, her new career direction is in holistic health as a life coach. She holds special certifications in executive functioning skills and emotional intelligence, life harmony, and end-of-life planning. She also teaches yoga for seniors and special needs individuals. Her adult son, who she raised as a single parent, has been the great love and focus of her life. In helping him through the years, she has become a passionate advocate for special needs. She is also passionate about end-of-life discussions and normalizing the dying process. She is also very passionate about mind, body, spirit, healthy eating, and living life fully. Raised Catholic, she has explored spiritually since early childhood. She found Unity through the Daily Word 20 years ago and has been a member of Unity in North Carolina for 10 years. She just completed our Unity class on self-care. So welcome, Mary Elizabeth. Andy Cardwell has had both paid and volunteer works over the years with children, animals, and nature. Mostly, she works at being kind, loving, and understanding of all humans and life. She has been married to her love, John, for nearly 45 years. <clears throat> she got married in kindergarten. As a <laughs> I did that. I, I played bride all the time at that age. <laughs> um, she has a cherished son and daughter, a daughter-in-law, and five fabulous grandchildren, six as of March, um, who all live here. Her mother is still lovingly supportive at 87, and two sisters live in California, but one is moving here soon. She is the new mother of an English budgie and passionate about family, girlfriends, animals, nature, photography, painting, writing, playing, reading, learning, searching, and connecting. She was raised in religious science and over the years has attended the spiritual awareness community, the Unitarian Church, and occasionally St. Francis with her son. She has a whole list of authors, Eastern and Western, that she has read and studied over the years. Her bookshelf looks a lot like most of ours. Andy has been coming to um, Unity Community since we began live streaming in March 2020. She is the volunteer coordinator for our ACT ministry and has participated in spirit groups and the Earth Care team. She just finished her second spirit group, Buddhism for the Western Mind, and is one of the ACT ministry family kitchen volunteers. 
So welcome to Andy. So this is Karen and David Drought. They moved here recently from Richmond, Virginia, where they had been members of Unity of Roanoke since 1990. David is a retired chiropractor, and Karen worked in his office, but she also worked as a special ed teacher. She is a big lover of kids and takes childlike delight in playing with them. Their son and daughter-in-law still live in Richmond, but since they love to travel, David and Karen hope to see more of them out here. This couple is passionate about the outdoors. David has been a spiritual seeker for 50 years. Karen just finished participating in the Possibilities Unlimited Spirit Group. So welcome to Karen and David. This is Amy. Amy Jaber has been coming to Unity for about four months with her husband and two kids, River 7 and Bodhi 4, who are probably in the nursery enjoying the new toys. She handles overall operations for her family's business and wants to step into the healing field. She's passionate about yoga and movement, meditation, cooking, hiking, and camping, really anything outdoors and connecting with family and friends. She was raised Christian. She's been participating in the Nature Connection Spirit Group and is part of the ACT Ministry team serving at the Family Kitchen. So welcome to Amy. And finally, Nico. Nico Kubota. Nico is in the process of identifying as a man in his own right and not just Claire and Kevin's son. <laughs> we know him as the one we depend on for our live streams, but he's also a musician with dreams of touring the country in a van while making music. Besides working at Unity and making music, Nico spends a lot of time caring for his grandparents. He also loves art and nature and experiencing the world in as many ways as possible while learning and developing meaningful relationships. He has studied various philosophies and religions since childhood and is working to incorporate unity principles into his life. He just completed the Possibilities Unlimited Spirit Group, and we discovered in the process that he's a toddler magnet. The, the little ones couldn't get enough of him. Nico is also part of the ACT ministry team serving at the family kitchen. So welcome to Nico. And, and I wanted to just summarize um, some of the interests that these folks have. Each of them is interested in serving and group participation. Because of some commonalities, I decided to just summarize their interests. The two big winners are spirit groups and A Course in Miracles. Five of our new members have already participated in spirit groups, and Andy, Nico, Amy, and Mary Elizabeth volunteered to host a spirit group next round. So that's pretty exciting. Everyone uh, except Nico expressed an interest in A Course in Miracles. And knowing the way Nico is interested in exploring spiritually, he'll probably check out the course. <laughs> Kevin and um, Karen and David Drought, who have been studying it for four years, have been instrumental in getting the group going again here. Um, Karen and Mary Elizabeth are interested in helping with special events. Mary Elizabeth and Amy want to be on the youth team. Mary Elizabeth, Andy, and Becca want to join the healing team. Andy and Amy are part of the ACT ministry, and Becca volunteered to be one of our janitorial angels. Um, David would like to join the men's group. Amy, Becca, Karen, Andy, and Mary Elizabeth are all interested in the women's group. 
Amy would like to be part of the parents group, Becca would like to join the LGBTQ group, and Karen and Mary Elizabeth are interested in the saging group. So some of these groups are, have not really been very active during the pandemic, so perhaps those of you who are interested, the ones that are not active will get them active, but we're so happy to have all of you as members. And um, the greeters have some certificates for you, so we're gonna pass those out, but we're also gonna give you a chance to say why you are interested in being a member. So, Nico, I'll start with you and you can pass it along. Hello, everyone. I think I recently developed an interest in becoming a member after, because I've always been in the background behind the scenes doing live stream stuff and doing work here, but I, I joined a spirit group for the first time a couple months ago and just started to realize how important and how amazing this community is, and it inspired me to do more and become a more active part of it, and I think becoming a member is the first step in that. So thanks for welcoming me. Hi, my name is Amy, and um, I wanted to become a member just because um, I want to be a, on the side of positive change in our community and just to share a space to grow spiritually with others and, and share. So. Good morning, I'm David. Um, pleasure to be here. Uh, we've only been here a couple months. Uh, we've had the history of being a, a involved in Unity Church in Roanoke, Virginia for some years. Uh, while I was in practice and all that, I had little time for some of that, so I'm, I'm really in retirement. I have more time and looking forward to make you all a family. So we're, we're really pleased to be here. Ditto. <laughs> uh, just a little bit more. When we came here uh, this fall, I decided to um, check out churches by streaming their services and I checked you all out and I never stopped <laughs> watching your services I was just so um, taken by the energy of just not the great messages that all the speakers had but the creativity of the wonderful um, poetry and music and the variety of speakers that just touched my heart and then, um, after hearing Jane speak and hearing you all had some spirit groups going on, I immediately signed up for the um, spirit group that she was doing and got to know some of the members a little bit more through that. So, very happy to be here. Thank you. I've actually never been a member of a church, and at 65 years old, I I found my team. <laughs> um, <clears throat> very similarly, I, um, I found Unity a long time ago and I was looking through the, um, the internet trying to see what was out here since we were going to move to Bend and I did find this, this um, community and never stopped watching as well. And um, I emailed Jane and got a prayer partner that kept me coming here and so since I've been here in person, um, the experience has just been amazing. And I am a firm believer that um, if I want to partake and I want to do things, I have to join and give and serve because it's only us. And if nobody serves, we don't get what we 
what we're looking for. And so I'm here to serve any way I can and, and get as much out of you know, the community as I, as I give. Thank you. Um, I was brought to Unity by somebody else and had no idea that anything like this existed and having grown up in a, a spiritual or religious environment that was not always kind, loving, and open to everybody who is on the earth, because um, we're all a part of creation, I really um, almost purposefully deadened that spiritual connection for years and years. And so to come to unity and feel it really awakening and to know that I'm a part of something bigger, it feels right to become a member and really stand firmly on my ground and say I'm a part of this and I believe in it. So thanks. And so maybe we could just have you all scrunched together and maybe take your masks off for the picture. Thank you, everyone. We are so happy to have you as members. And it's back to you, Rochelle. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. This is so great to get to meet all of you. And welcome to our community. Hope you guys um, enjoy being with us as much as we're excited to have you guys. So thank you. And I'm also very glad that we are not all married to who we were in love with in kindergarten, or I would be in a very successful, loving marriage with Tom Cruise right now for 30 years. So it's probably best for all of us that that, um, that doesn't actually happen. So we make better decisions, hopefully, as we get older. So there's that. Um, we're going to transition into our time of prayer. And I wanted to remind you that for those of us who grew up in different spiritual backgrounds, we do prayer differently here. We are not beseeching something outside of ourselves. We are affirming our own power and love inside of ourselves. Also, we invite you to share um, your prayers in the claim forms. There are two ways to share your prayers. One is the claim forms in the back of your seat. If you are here, um, they are the little green ones, and you can put those in the baskets at the end of service. The other way to affirm your prayer is uh, to go online and do it through Unity of Central Oregon, Dot org slash prayer for those of you at home or if you're here and you have one but it's a really long one because I had those before and it takes up the whole card you can then do it um, as well um, online um, the other thing I like to remind everybody is that it is not just a prayer you write on a card or that you put online and it goes away. It then goes to um, Unity Worldwide and is affirmed 24 hours a day, seven days a week for an entire month. So um, there are people that are thinking about and praying for you and um, affirming your prayers for an entire month. And then lastly, if you want to pray with somebody, you're welcome to come up at the end of service and um, you will see our um, uh, prayer, uh, people to connect with at prayer. They'll be wearing their prayer shawls, which are the white ones in the back. So just feel free to come up if you like that actual in-person one-on-one prayer. I invite you to do that. So now we're going to go into our time for prayer. And as I was thinking about prayer this morning, I was thinking also, like Eric, about the snow 
though I was really giddy and excited for the snow. My inner child was jumping up and down, and I just was driving here thinking, oh my gosh, it's snow, it's a wonderland, it's amazing. And then I heard on the news about the tornadoes. And I thought about how interesting it is that some of us can be overjoyed with the weather and other people can be devastated by it. So I wanted to take a moment in prayer because sometimes we feel that there's nothing we can do all the way across the country. But in our moment of prayer, we can focus on our love that we can send them with our energy, our prayers that their families are doing well, our compassion, and our empathy. And that's something that everybody in this room has the ability to do and help in their own way. However that visualization is for you. And not only feeling and giving the energy of your sympathy, your love, your compassion, but also feeling your own joys at the same time. Being able to hold both grief for other and gratitude and love for the things that we have. Thank you. We'll move into our song.
Wonderful. Now, let's go into our affirmative prayer. I know, it just give you the chills. I love it. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer and illumined by, by love. And so it is. Wonderful. And we're going to move into prayer, into uh, meditation, and we are going to be lucky enough to have Anastasia. We're going to introduce her now because we are so honored to get to have her music with us today. So she's going to be also doing our meditation and our music and our talk. And when I did a little research on Anastasia, I was so taken aback by how she's been inspired to do her um, energy work and her healing and her mentorship through music, that music has been the catalyst for her to realize that she has more to give to the world and what she has to give to the world. And we as a musical community, whether we are musical, like not like me, but if we are musical ourselves or just enjoy music can be taken to that healing place through music. Um, and I love this one thing I um, saw in her bio that I just had to share with you guys. It says, she uses energy healing, plant-based holistic nutrition, and her music, which serves as the conduit for others to open and experience transformation on a deeper level. I am so excited. So please, welcome Anastasia. Woo! I really resonate with you all. Hmm. What a beautiful community. Oh my goodness. You're my kind of people. So this is Julie Southwell, my, my cohort. And the songs I'm gonna do, I love how Jane said it, like a book, like bookmarks, you know? So the first song will be about the beginning of my journey and then we'll end with the, where I am now. But um, just sit back and we'll get into faith and the questing spirit. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Beneath her bare feet, the world beneath speaks as she seeks the silence. Pressed against warm other soil, there's a shift inside her. She plunges head first into supple soft earth and worms her way through the folds of ancient voices and forgotten choices. She spirals down the rabbit hole. Dive through darkness with eyes open. Diving deeper, seeking silence. The ancients groan and growl and wild wolves hide. Shaking, awaking the silence. Ooh, 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 Dive through darkness, wide open. Diving deeper, seeking substance. The ancients groan and growl, a thousand wolves howl. Shaking, awaking the silence. Bows before her altar, a fearless archer, hunting for heart in all she finds, and spins her gold from her heart. She sews the infinite spool unwinds. Oh, Mother Earth, Father Sky, who are we before we die? Oh, Mother Earth, oh, Father Sky, what are we when we die? Thank you. Thank you, Julie Southwell.
faith in the questing spirit. Does that intrigue you? What do I mean by that? Faith in the questing spirit. The most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It's the source of all true art and science. Albert Einstein. The mysterious faith. So I just want to give you some background about me and why faith became such a topic for me. I grew up in an atheist environment where faith was not even allowed in the conversation. You know, it was like science, proven science, whatever that is. So for me, I felt there was something more. Have any of you ever felt that? And so fast forward through my quest to become a self-actualized human being, one of service, one that chooses to create an experience of fulfillment, and one that chooses to evolve, I had to really dive into what is faith? And this isn't a blind faith for me. And then as I work with hundreds of people through my mentoring, my own transformational journey, I found that it's an essential ingredient in creating a purposeful life. So faith. So I have a passion about teaching it not only to myself, to really be conscious with the faith that you choose to cultivate and expand inside. Conscious. And how do we do that? Any ideas? I gave you guys questions. Where in your life do you feel you have the strong faith? Did you think about that? And the second one was what areas in life would you like to create unshakable faith? So what does that mean? So unshakable faith. When I look at my faith, I started to really dive in. What is faith? What is my faith? Faith is trust in something unseen, unknown, and just knowing it's there. And we can all say that. And we can say that, but then when life happens and starts shaking the ground under you, are you able to really anchor into that? And so if you aren't, how do you stay there? So I'm going to use my examples of where I know I have faith. And I love this place because you all seem to agree. I have faith in love, in the vibrational frequency of love, high vibration. Not in a person that's up in the sky somewhere. For me, coming from atheist background, that was just unheard of. But I have faith in the law of resonance. It's a law. So I like laws, science, there, I could do that. I could do love, no matter what, I trusted love. But then the question is, when life shakes, how do you stay anchored in the love? And I've got some great techniques for you guys. It takes practice, but you really can check your own faith. So I would love you to just look inside for a minute, close your eyes, and just think of a place in your own life where you feel you have a very strong faith in something. Take a deep breath in. 
complete exhale and bring your attention to your heart, the center of your heart. And another deep breath in and a complete exhale. Now reflect on your life just in the recent week or it can be in the past and really tune in. Where did you have faith when something was really not okay in your life? And now think of that experience that isn't easy in your life. Could be right now or in the past. Maybe a loved one got sick. Maybe you lost a relationship. Whatever it might be for you. When that thing happened that shook the ground underneath you, were you able to draw on that faith And if you weren't, that's okay. I'm gonna, I wanna leave you with a seed that can hopefully sprout and you'll be able to use it. So take another deep breath in. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Did anyone find the place in their life that they had faith? Did you find where you had it unshakable? Great. Now, if you reflect there, for me, personally, it's love. Like I said, that's where I go. And it first goes the law of resonance. And then I think about law, and I think of myself as a musical instrument emanating out love. So I emanate out love. And then love. And what is love? Well, it starts where you can really check where you are if you're shaken, the First place to check are your thoughts. That's the best place to know if you're really authentically in a state of love because your thoughts don't lie and they have to resonate with the emotion. So that's where I go first and we can access our mind, especially in a high state of emotion, trigger, we'll say, fear-based state. Check your thoughts, that's number one. That's the first thing. If something's going on, where am I? Number two, move into the emotion and say, okay, what is this emotion I'm feeling? Because as soon as you move away from acknowledging what's authentically there, like if you are angry and pissed off, or if you are sad, or if you do feel shame, you have to acknowledge that first because energetically, the law of resonance, whatever we avoid will grow and expand, and where we focus expands as well. So these are places, and I just wanna share a brief experience of mine to give you an example of how I work with my faith and my faith in love. So everyone knows we've been going through COVID and the whole vaccine, no vaccine, vaccine, no vaccine. This summer, my dad, who's right here, Joe, <laughs> Joe Leonardi, <laughs> he was adamant about not getting the vaccine. And, you know, everyone's all, they thought their way was the way, right? And I just, 
I personally believe in everyone has to find their own way. That's what I believe. But my dad was adamant, and he was so adamant that that vaccine wasn't right for him that I had to listen. And, and he was getting pressure because he's in the elderly, you know, area, the compromised immune system. But the same day, he made an appointment, and that same morning, he called me. I was going to call him, and I, I wasn't going to take him because I knew he didn't want that, and he didn't believe in that. And he called me and said, I'm not going. So we were on the same page. <laughs> and so we were pretty happy about that. Well, fast forward a month, he got COVID. And it was really, really, really bad. He almost died. And I had gotten the vaccine. And now my sister, and they were like, we need, dad's dying. We got to take him to the hospital. And in that moment, I felt some rage come up inside me because I was so angry that I chose to get vaccinated and now I had to go to the hospital <laughs> and expose myself because he didn't get it. But as I was driving, this is the part about faith. As I was driving at night, late at night, to go to the hospital because my sister also got COVID and everyone in the house and they didn't get vaccinated and I didn't have it and I was vaccinated. So my brain was talking about that discussion. You know how we do. And I was driving and I remembered my faith in love, my faith. And I said, is this a state of love right now that I'm in with this rage and frustration? and resentment. No. Who do I choose to be with this experience and journey I'm going to take with my father right now? And so as I'm driving there, I changed. And I said, I trust. I trust his soul is on the journey his soul's supposed to be on. I trust my love, that I am love, and that will support this whole situation. And I trust that I have faith in that dance with the universe that we all do individually and collectively. So I drove to the hospital and there was my dad. And the first thing he said to me was, I should have taken it more seriously. <laughs> and I said, it's okay, dad. That's nothing to think about right now. Well, my dad had told me that he wasn't afraid to die. And in one of our heated conversations about him getting the vaccine, I said, so if you get COVID and you die, are you good with it? And he said, yes, I am. So I also knew that. And I was on the ride with him. So that was the first part in the hospital. And luckily, they, his lungs were good, so he didn't have to stay there. And we went home, and the next three weeks was a battle. But it was a beautiful battle. I chose to be peace. I chose to be love. And I chose to dive completely in to this thing that I trusted and had faith in, which was the soul's journey. And together, we, we got through it. One day, he was in bed looking like he was going to die. Actually, I thought he was. And I came in with my medicine drum, and I said, Dad, are you ready? And he said, no. <laughs> this virus is kicking my ass. You know, I was like, all right, then you need to buck up. 
we need to get on it right now. So I started the drumming, and we started breathing, and we started doing ohms, and then he drank some water, and from there, he started building back. Now, my faith, this story is incredible because of that whole journey with my dad and my sister and all of it. We've since realized my dad's going to move. He found a beautiful new place to live, found new community. And when I look back at the whole journey, I see how important the whole entire thing was. My trust my faith that every single human being, every single one of you, has that golden compass in your heart. And if you listen to it through the energy vibration of love, it'll guide you. Whether it looks scary or wrong, if it's in your heart and you are aligned with love, you will be guided. And I know that to be true. And then I trust love that love really is the thing that is the most creative force we have here. So this is my quest for faith, my conscious quest for faith. And each one of you, when you go out in the world and you're faced with something like this, this kind of experience, and we all are right now, there's a lot going on in the world. If you're watching the news and you feel the rage coming up, you know, on some level, I do. I, I do a lot. You know, I'll feel these things, and I'm like, oh, the world, what's happening? But underneath, I trust that I'm here to create love and add that and contribute that to the field, and I have faith in that. So when you're feeling that, just check your thoughts, number one, thoughts. Where are my thoughts? Am I saying that jerk over there? Or, oh, my God, I'm afraid the world's going to come to an end or whatever it is. You know, this party's going to get power and take it over and that, whatever it is, check your thoughts. And then with that, you'll see where you are and then go to that place in your heart that you, you just each felt and call on that place and focus there and then align your thoughts with that. Who do I choose to be in this moment? Now, it sounds easy, and sometimes it's sort of easy, but most times it's not. It's really hard. This is evolution. We are not wired to shift away from fear. We're here to survive. So that's a normal mechanism we have is scared. I'm scared. So that's one little thing. I hope that can work for you. I would love, does anyone have any questions so far about faith or what you experienced here in yourself, your unshakable faith, shakable faith? Anyone? I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So, Anastasia, I'm, I'm just I'm curious because I've just been through a conversation where my emotions took off in the beginning and then because of my daily devotions and my practices, I was able to come back to a really great space. How do you um, transcend past the other person's dynamic whom I'm living with? Like, how do you transcend, you know where you're at and you know where your faith is and you can find peace and joy in that circumstance. And so 
treating them with respect and treating them with love and compassion and understanding and empathy for how they're feeling. But if they don't change, like, I guess that's an energetic thing. No, I think that's a great question. How do we deal with other people, you know, in our lives <laughs> with this thing? And, and what I teach and what I train people, number one, the first step, 100% accountability for everything you feel. So if you listen, and I do this too, if somebody's annoying you or irritating you, are we in a state of love? Are we in a state of acceptance? No, we're not. So what you do, it's a great question. The number one is you breathe. And number two is when you really dive into that, you look at it, there's somehow an expectation. If I give love, I want love back. That's the hook right there, you guys. That is the hardest part that's been for me, too. So it's a great question. And all that takes, it's an easy thing to do. Again, where am I? Where are my thoughts? Where's my heart? How do I feel? What do I choose to be in this moment? and breathe, the breath really helps relax the amygdala, fight, flight, freeze, response, and you just calm, get center, maybe not say anything. These things come as you practice. It takes a pra it's a practice for sure. And then you respond through whatever your core is. What, what did you choose as your faith? What was your, what thing do you believe is faith for you and you trust the most? Well, I do trust, as you said, with your experience with your dad, um, that everything is meant to be. And I have this experience of knowing that this is all going to work out for personal growth, for deeper love, deeper humanitarian understanding. Like I know all of that. And so what you said about um, there was an expectation. It's like, I told you I'm sorry like 20 times and you never told me you were sorry. There was the expectation yeah. and that's not what love does. It doesn't say you're sorry so that they say it back. So thank you. That's perfect. You just did great. Did you see how your thoughts then went to, okay, I know that I believe everything is happening for a reason. Those thoughts, you know, our mind, we can access our mind first, especially in a triggered state. That's the first place you can go. So you actually did a great job. You're like, okay, here I am. And then this is what I know. That immediately starts to shift that frequency inside you, just those thoughts. So that's the first, that was awesome how you just did that. And then you come back to center and good on you for being so authentic with yourself and catching where you had expectation. That was perfect. So you just keep doing that and you get better and better and better at it. And then, you guys, another thing I believe in, as, as the law of resonance, if I am love, there's nothing I need to do. I don't need to leave this person. I don't need to do this or that. Energetically, love attracts love. And 90% of the time, if we are love in, this, in the company of a fear-based emotion, 90%, that being will spiral up and meet us in love because that's our natural state of being. 10% will, will choose to go resonate somewhere else. Does that make sense? And, and it's, 
I believe in that too. So that helps me not have to say anything or make my point or make sure they heard what I'm saying. It's like, I just know I'm going to be love and trust this. And then that, that frequency will come into my field and they'll begin to tune to my frequency. And this is truly my vision for the planet. This is what I have been working for since... I can't even remember the Gandhi statement, be the change you wish to see in the world. I always said, how though? <laughs> I need to know how. And someone, this new community is amazing. Someone was in the Buddhist philosophy for the Western mind. I am all about that. Yes, thank you. I, I love that because it's true. How? How do we do it? Do I just sit here and lotus? No, your brain's gonna just be like, whatever you are. <laughs> So that is faith. And as questing spirits, which I know you all are, because you wouldn't even be here if you weren't. You would not be here. Everything I've seen, Jane's energy, we all resonate together. And the more we resonate together, these are waves, sound waves, literally that go across the planet. And just if you can believe that and be that and keep tuning your instrument, every day with just a, you know, quiet prayer. They, they were talking about prayer. It's so important to just take a moment. Who do I choose to be in the world today? Where are my thoughts? Where is my emotion? And what do I have faith in? And I'm going to be that. And I'm going to cultivate that consciously, moment to moment. That's all you need. It's just each moment. This is all that exists. So one step at a time, and you will start to expand and grow and be more love in the world. Yes, Joe, Dad. They had something about my faith. It, it took a tremendous amount of faith to, to make the choice of not taking the vaccine. That's true. And every day, it was, it was, the pressure was incredible listening to the news reports. So many people died, this, that, and the other thing. My, 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 my base, my greatest faith came from, just, it came from my belief that my, my, my this beautifully created body of mine will get me through it. And it did. It did. Yeah, I, got, I really got sick and I was really heavily sick. But I'm, but I'm here and I believe that I'm even stronger now. My immune system is even stronger now after going through that. That was the, the payoff. 100%. Yeah. It, it is so true, and I can attest to that. My dad had unshakable faith in his body, and I watched it, and it almost took him down. And then when we went in, and with that medicine drum, that vibration, I was, I was hitting it so lightly, and he said he could feel his cells realigning. It was a very powerful experience for both of us. But you're right, he did. He absolutely did, and there was a reason he went there, because then later, where he's living now, they made him, he got a vaccine. He's like, I didn't even know. I was like, I heard you got the vaccine. He's like, yeah, it was no big deal. And I knew, okay, he went through the journey he went through. You know, he just, he, he had to go through that, and I had to go through it. And my sister, our whole family transformed because of my dad's faith in his body. That's a great, great reminder. Thanks, Dad. And he is better than ever. And here he is, right there. 
So anyone else have anything to share about their faith or questions or anything, how to tune it up? I hope when you leave that you can just remember these words. Just watch your thoughts. That'll tell you where you really are. Not blind faith. This is a new evolved faith. Conscious faith. Conscious. What do I choose to believe in and trust and what do I choose to cultivate and expand? Because I don't think we can just assume it's going to be there. You can't just assume it's going to be there. You know, oh, just have faith. Oh, when one door opens, another closes. But, but what about that middle room? You know, when you're sitting in the belly of fear, in the turbulent stillness, what do you do there? That's where the faith really, re you'll really see. And if it's not there, you can get it. Where are my thoughts? What am I feeling? Who do I choose to be in the world? And what do I choose to contribute to the collective field? Anything else? Yeah. I would, I've got my, my mic, you got me on, Nico? There we go. Um, I was just going to share, Susan Warnick left some wonderful books out on there, and I, Kevin and I were in here yesterday dropping stuff off, so we got first dibs on some of her books, but one of the ones she put out there was um, The Teachings of Buddha, and I started reading it last night, and knowing that your talk about faith was coming this morning, because, I mean, I'm just a few pages in, but talking about <sighs> Buddha after he was enlightened, you know, people coming to him and saying, this is... You know, but what about these teachings? And, and this has been passed down for hundreds of years. And what about what they taught? And he said, well, how do you know that? You know, how do you, why do you believe that? Did, did you have direct, you know, some direct connection with that? And, teach? and what I am kind of discovering or what it sounds like is Buddha doesn't re really believe in, in faith. It's, or it, it comes with it's something that you just know, you know? And so I'm, I'm just... I'm now questioning, you know, what does faith mean, really, you know? Yeah, I, I completely know what you're saying. Because it's like, how do you know? This is what I did. Again, love, period. I feel like love, that's everything. That knows everything. It spans time. It spans, it's it's where you get the information from the past. You know, it's on these wisdom currents that come in. But mainly, if you tap into your heart, don't get too into the head about were these people there? How do they know that they walk like that? Because they don't. Let's face it. <laughs> Nobody knows. Not to mention you have zillions of people interpreting it through their lens, which is a whole nother added dimension to it. So I just cut all that out. <laughs> Where's my, am I in love? Am I resonating in love, which is ever evolving too, by the way? So I go back to the center, go back to this moment, because this is all that exists. And then it's cool, because when you're in that place, you do get some great input from there. And hey, if you know it, and if that thing has your heart expand, go for it. That's what I say. That's what I say. Does that help a little bit? Confirm. That's exactly what I was. Yeah. I, f I feel it's like I don't have faith. I just I know. Yeah. 
because that's what feels right. So that's, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so what I was going to say is that uh, what works for me, uh, it's so aligned with what you're talking about, is just the simple question, what would love do? Every time uh, if I get triggered uh, and I, I have to take time, like you say, to breathe, look at your thoughts, but the question has to pop into my mind, what would love do? And that puts me back on track. Thank you so much for saying it so succinctly. It's so true. It's simple. What would love do? It's a great question. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks for what you're bringing. Um, you know, when I went to look at what do I have faith in, I honestly couldn't find anything. And what I found myself was sitting out in the woods and being with nature. And like, and, and many times over my life, I, I, I seek solace and refuge and there. But I couldn't find anything. And I realized just my experience of the past four, four years <laughs> uh, has, I, I have a very hard time having any faith. And in Buddhism, what I understand it, it's verifiable faith. So you can come to believe based on experience. The past four years has shattered that for me in humanity. I can, I just have really hard time having any hope or that, so I can't even look there anymore. I have to bury my head in the news sand. And, but just, so that's so like my faith I don't know how to, just, that's my experience. I, I, I'm trying to come, wrap it up with a question. So I guess, you know, the first part about checking your thoughts. So what's happened for me is like when I go to faith, I'm back in my thoughts about faith. Okay. Now, I'm so glad you brought that point up because that's, that's mostly everyone, especially in our Western culture, we're trained in distraction. We're trained in our, our monkey mind, Right. But, but I would say what you can say, what you can do personally. What, what did you feel when you saw yourself in the woods? What do you, what do you feel there when you, when you think about that space? I, I mean, that's where I feel safest, which is in some ways great and in other ways sad because I'm really running away from the things that I'm, you know, like a seeking refuge from. Yeah. So I do, but I do feel safe and peaceful and and I'd like to have that experience all the time and I've never been able to have it like I have out in the woods well I just want to say you're not running away because when you are feeling that that's what you're giving and you can build on that because the more you practice feeling that peace and that safety you're going to expand and then that will lead to other things you don't have to jump to faith right now I understand where you are. I really do personally. I, I've been there a lot where the woods didn't even fill it. It was just a black hole. But so baby steps. Don't, don't think you have to have faith because you don't. What you know, though, is the woods creates an environment of peace. And you start resonating. And you can trust yourself as an instrument and that you know how to resonate because that's what the woods are. <laughs> They're peace. They're everything. It's all intelligence. So you can trust. We'll use trust instead of faith right now. You can trust that when you go into the woods, it helps tune you as an instrument. 
And just start there. Simple. Simple. Does that help? Yeah, thank you. Good. Uh, I find the hardest thing for me is, because I'm very much where he was, I, it's hard for me to remember, to keep, you know, for a long time, I was very big on the good of humanity as a whole, and uh, yeah, in the last, yeah, four or five years, it's just been like taking a lot of hits. Yeah. But uh, the thing I have trouble with is in the moment, I, I know what I need to do. It's remembering, <laughs> having that that um, watcher who stands, that ob observer, not watcher, uh, I guess it's the same thing, who stands next to me in spirit and says, hey, you're in that play, take a breath. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm caught up in the moment of uh, adversarialism and I just wonder, this could be a whole other topic actually, but I just wonder is there any, how do you enhance your ability to recognize where you are when you're there, as opposed to just going for the knee-jerk response and then later being thinking, oh man, that was a perfect, I could have just breathed in and, and you know, then, then I start beating myself up for not having the faith I know yeah, I have. I know. <laughs> no, these are great questions, Eric. Here, for you, everyone's individual. Like when I work one-on-one -on -one with people, I have, I can read your systems and how they work and what you need. But Eric, here's what you do. <laughs> First thing, just take, just take one day at a time. But let's, let's say just for the next, until I see you again at Kirtan, uh, just take, Say, your only job is to take three breaths. Start with the breath, okay? And then don't judge anything after that. That's it for now, until I see you. <laughs> Practice that, just say one thing. Because I used to be like that. I had rage that would come up, and I had my, my husband used to call, say, Tourette's, Tourette's, because I'd be like, and all this stuff would spew out of my mouth. Bad. And then, and then I started doing this practice, and it would, like, come up to my mouth, and I'm like, ah, and it would come out. The gatekeeper's off duty. But each time I practiced, it, it took a little longer to come out. So just don't be so hard on yourself, you guys. This is a training in evolution. You are literally evolving your brain. So let's put that in perspective. <laughs> Start with a breath, Eric, okay? okay? And when I see you again, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right, I think I need to get into my, oh, we have one more question, then we're gonna get into our last song that will leave you with your seeds out into the world, please. So I grew up partially Christian, and when I was turning like 11 or 12, I went through this huge Christian revelation and like got really deep into it. I prayed every night before I went to bed. But then in high school, it just kind of fizzled out, and I became an atheist. And it was only until recently that I kind of kept on having this, like, deeper feeling of, like, I can't really think of a good word, but just, like, this knowledge of just, like, it's not just, like, we're humans on Earth. We are, there's, like, a feeling around all of us. But I kind of suffer from metacognition, which is, like, 
it's the idea of that, oh, I'm just a human, which is an animal who has created this higher power to make me feel better about stuff and make everything kind of exist better. And so there's a lot of times where I go to that idea of faith and I kind of think like, but what is faith? Is it just chemicals in my animal brain that's making me think or feel better about something so I can, you know, cope with the idea of everything around me? I love it. I agree. That's why I keep coming back to the same thing. Just, just you know when you feel peace? Do you know that, those times? And when you feel love? And that's all we need to know, really. That's all we need to know is where we are right now. That's it. And then our brain, and especially if you did grow up, I'm assuming, in a religious background, you're kind of, you have a little bit of a leg up on me because I had to start from zero, like nothing, you know. But, but then you also have to rewire some stuff, it sounds like. You're working with that, right? So just, like I just said, come back to the center and let's just be here now, you guys. Let's be here now and be accountable for what we contribute. That's the most important thing as a human being. I don't care what your next life says you're going to do or whatever. We're here now creating. Create now and choose what you do, you're going to create now. And if you choose, you have a choice. Love or the other. Lower vibration. You know, and we all know that love grows and expands. It, it expands the heart. It expands experiences. So just break it down when it gets all... In your brain, just say, stop, what am I? And like, like, I forgot your name, I'm so, Jim was saying, what does love do? That's all you gotta know right now. And then that evolves, it evolves, but no pressure, just be love now. All right, you guys, is that helpful? All right, I think I have time for one more, right? Right, Jane, one more song? Okay. I. I'm going to call up my friends. Um, do you want to come up and sing? Ananda. <laughs> do you want, do you don't have to. <laughs> He's always, I don't want to put him on. I, um, one of the things I had faith in was music. And I, before my before life, I was a professional musician, singer, songwriter, did a lot of, lot of venues where I would get off stage and just feel empty. And I was like, but I think music's the thing. I really do. And so this song that I'm going to share with you now, I, I, because of my faith in my vision that music is one of my vehicles, um, I found and aligned with some incredible musicians and specifically into mantra. Mantra. Right, Ananda? <laughs> mantra. Ananda in there, he's, he's a teacher of mine. Oh, good for you. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you all know Ananda? He's amazing. And I, I asked the universe, you know, what is my purpose? Just get me to it. I'm 54. <laughs> and uh, he showed up in my life, and these beautiful musicians, Julie, guided me. It all came together. So there's my faith. Once again, playing out. And now I got to say, um, where I am now is I, I've been working. I'm at the trailhead of what I've been trying to get to 
for a long time. But you know what? There's no time like the present. Hang on. It's a gift. Let me. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't have to be sorry for anything. Wait. Okay, so this song is the... Oh, sorry. Um, there I said sorry. This song is The Journey. This song I wrote, it's called The Lantern. And the lantern has such a beautiful symbology for me. The light of the lantern when you're in the dark woods. Um, but there's two parts I would love for you guys to share in singing. One is Om Hari Om. Can you say Om Hari Om? And the second one is Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. And you'll be singing with these beautiful people up here with me. So here we go. This is the journey, the lantern.
Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Ananda. Thank you all so much. Julie, Greg, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Thank you all. Thank you so much. And I want to say, hang on. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Unity, for being here for so. And thank you, all new, new people that have come into this community. I'm so excited. Every single one of you, really. Everything I heard, you guys all, you guys are all doing wonderful work, and I love being a part of your tribe. Thank you. Thank you, Anastasia. Did, we, did I not say the music was going to be healing? Right? Did I not say? Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you, Julie and Ananda and everybody who jumped in there. Thank you. Um, conscious faith. Wow. This is like a whole new paradigm for me. I can't wait to go talk about it with some friends at brunch after this. So thank you. Thank you so much. <sighs> so magical. Um, now is our time for offerings. So I would love to get our ushers up here helping us out and to remind us that offering is our time when we can give back because energy is cyclical, right? We give and we receive and we give and receive. And this is our time that we can give to our land, to our beautiful facility here, give to all of our, yes, and start the magic of dance. Um, and we can give back. So um, let's do our um, praying over the baskets. Uh, we see these uh, baskets filled and overflowed with abundance of what's needed for who it's needed for, flowing freely through and back out into our community. 
so it is. And remember, you can give in the baskets now. You can also text. That is my favorite way of doing it. I'm of that generation that always has their phone. So you can text and you can also uh, donate online. Those of you who are watching us at home, um, you can donate at um, unitycentraloregon.org slash donate. Thanks. I got gratitude in my heart. I got gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. Thank you for it all. Thank you for it all. Okay, well, it's time to do our blessings over our offering. From the love of pure spirit within us, we bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world, return to us, multiplied abundantly, and so it is. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay, now I've got some announcements. <coughs> Here we go. I feel so like, it makes me feel like a teacher. I get so excited. Okay, <laughs> it's a small pleasures in life, guys. Small pleasures in life. Um, so our first announcement is that our holiday services uh, schedule. Christmas Eve will be live. Um, it'll be here and streaming online for those of you who prefer online. Um, it'll be candle lighting service at 5.30 p.m., Remember, there will be no Sunday service after Christmas. And then our New Year's Eve service, which I'm very excited about this year, um, will be an outdoor burning bowl and bonfire gathering, also at 5.30, so easy to remember. And then there will be no uh, service the Sunday after that as well. So um, just a little reminder there. And then once again, this week, the five principles and Zen coloring books will be available for purchase um, out, so out um, in the not... Claire's shaking her head. Yes, Claire. You will have them out here. And then they're also, for those of you online, they'll also be available online for $12.95. So make sure you pick up those. Uh, the benefit concert on the 18th that we will all be going to um, with a concert. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Kept good. Yep. Um, for our very favorite, Mr. Finch. Um, and the uh, pianist will be Tom Grant. So we're very, very lucky to have him on board for that. Tickets will be available on our website. So make sure you go and pick those up. Uh, uh, winter solstice meditation happening on Zoom. You need to sign up for that. It will be December 21st at 6.30 to 7.30. For those of you interested, um, it'll be $10. Details will also be on the website. 
Uh, Prayer for Ordinary People class with Reverend Jane um, will be a four-week class, uh, January 3rd through 24th, oh my gosh, of 2022. Oof, this is my first time saying that one out loud. Yikes, it's here already. Um, I'm not ready. Uh, And that will be at 5.30 to 7.30, and that's no cost, and that will also be on the website. So, was there any, did I get them all clear? Yep, okay. Good, good, excellent. All right. So um, now we move on to our prayer of protection. Here we go. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is, because I am. Feel free to sing along. You know the words because you just said them. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God, the power of God protects me, I am the power of God, the presence of God watches over me, I am the presence of God, wherever I am, God is, oh yeah, wherever I am, wherever I am. Put a little love in your heart. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>